This week's episode of the Sports Lords is brought to you by Kia. Here at Kia, we're with you during this crisis. Here in Korea, we've kind of gotten over it, but you haven't yet. <laughs> and now it's time for the Sports Lords! <laughs> What's up? Hey. Yeah, that was a bold uh, commercial there by Kia. Kind yeah. of taunt, kind of taunting their their American uh, customers. I, I gotta say, yeah, they're rubbing it in our faces a little bit, but yeah, we probably deserve it. So. No, I was gonna say I think some of it was lost in translation. You know, like because mm. they they wrote that copy and then Herb translated it because he speaks <laughs> he's fluent in Korean. Did he use the uh, Ask Jeeves translator? <laughs> oh no, he's fluent. Oh, okay. well, he he's fairly fluent. He did. I did see him using the Ask Jeeves and the uh, Babble. Ba- you know, Babblefish. Babblefish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, I've seen her walking around yeah. the sportatorium on Duolingo, doing Korean exercises from time to time. So, he's been working on it for a while. Yes. Yeah. He's got a lot of interesting hobbies that he does on the side. I think I just heard the J train, Jimmy. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We still got the J train rolling by here. Still running. At, uh, seems like it's running pretty regularly. That's good. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Yeah. We need it now more than ever. <laughs> we do, man. I'm telling you, I'm so grateful for that train. Puts a smile on my face every time it rumbles past my window. <laughs> Me too. You know what? I, I, when was the last time you guys rode the subway? Oh, wow. It's been a long time, actually, because I don't really ride the subway on a daily basis as it, it like, pre-quarantine. Um, so, I don't know, a couple months, two months at least. It was the last Thursday of March, I want to say, for me, because that was the last day I went into work. It's so like the right. 28th or something like that, yeah. 27th. Yeah. For me, it was probably like the 20th. Uh, yeah. Rode just back to my apartment to grab some stuff, and it was it was in that perfect bad sweet spot where, like, I was wearing a mask, and most people were, but then there were, like, these – three like shitheads drinking beer and like <laughs> sneezing and coughing on each other. And it was like, like, do you guys know that like the city's shut down right now because of a pandemic? And is that, I mean, people are still being dumb, but that was when it was like, I guess you just don't watch the news. I guess you're just that disconnected. No, yeah. like, I forgot about it. We don't care, though. We're drinking beer right in the subway. Yeah. Hey, we're, we're New Yorkers. We're tough, okay? I don't we're listen tough. to nobody. I ring their own rules. Yeah, I'll break a fucking bottle over that coronavirus's head, okay? I like to see coronavirus even fucking try. Yeah, 
I'll take my cigar and I'll put it out on its fucking face, all right? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> you know who my uncle is? You know who my uncle is? He survived. He survived Nam. He survived Kuwait. He's been through it all. He'll fucking kick the coronavirus' ass. Yeah, he's not scared. Uncle Tony. That's Uncle right. Tony, Giovanni, <laughs> Luigi, Mario, Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. It's a beautiful name. I couldn't make uh, I couldn't make it into the Giglio boys, so I'm with the Super Mario brothers. And I miss the Giglio boys. I wonder what the, what they're up to right now. I yeah, bet you they are not quarantining and they're not social distancing. Yeah, no. and I guarantee they're not canceling their feast that they do every summer. Oh yeah, they're going forward with the feast, I guarantee. Is it Saint Gennaro? Is that what it is? Um. Or is that a different one? I think it's a different one. Yeah, I think it's, yeah it's a They've different got a one. few. they got a few. Um, but, yeah, I feel like we're kind of getting to the other end of it now where, like, when Kevin was last on the subway, there were people weren't all wearing masks and people didn't really know what's going on. Now we've gone through this whole thing, and people – now it seems like people are kind of like, I know what's going on, and I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Or yeah, it's like I I know what's going on. I don't give a shit. Or like I know what's going on, and like this is pretty much over. Yeah, <laughs> it's over, man. And like I don't think I'm gonna get it. So I think we're good. Look, I think I if I was gonna get it, it, I would have gotten it. I I yeah. may have already gotten it. I don't know. Yeah, but well, I you can clap um, every night at seven o'clock. I will go out and clap and bang my pots. Absolutely. Also, you can uh, apparently you can go to like CityMD, which they have all over the place here, and get an antibody test like pretty quick. Oh, the only really? problem with that is I have no desire to go into one of those places right now. No. Yeah, you go get the antibody test and you leave with the coronavirus. <laughs> it's like, what's mm. the point? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's bad. It's bad. But we're still alive, surfs. We're here. We're back. Still chugging along. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm in my um, quarantine apartment that is not mine that I'm staying at secretly. Uh, Parasite Kev. Parasite Kev. And I think I might be able to stay here through the end of the summer. That's awesome. Yeah, that's great, man. uh, Ride it out. You know, you, anyone who listens to this podcast knows that, uh, you know, well, actually, you don't know. But <laughs> you guys know this is a big upgrade for me as far as living situations go. <laughs> so, like, it's a weird place to be because I'm really sick of quarantine and everything. But then every now and then I'm like, this has been pretty good for me. This has been pretty nice. <laughs> like, just been had the best apartment I've ever lived in in my life and uh I don't know yeah no I I I get that man I mean I I you know um with my Catholic upbringing I feel a twinge of guilt most days because at least once a day I'm like this is better than being at fucking work Mm -hmm. as much as this sucks Mm -hmm. I don't miss the job that I hated so there's that you Dude, gotta, I, you gotta find your silver linings. Yeah, that that is my constant silver lining. Is like, um, 
I really feel bad for people who are hurting from not, obviously there's a lot to feel bad about, but uh, one silver lining for me is, yeah, I'm never going to work in a restaurant or bar again. I'm pretty sure, pretty sure that's never happening again. (laughs) Yeah. It's going to be hard to go back uh, just to get yelled at by people all day long after (laughs) this luxury of not having that. It's great. I know. Because that's what my yeah. job was, just people telling me what to do and getting yelled at. Yeah. That's just most, taking shit. Yeah, that's the most of the jobs I've had is taking mm-hmm. a lot of shit. <laughs> yeah. And I haven't really had to take any shit. The most shit I've had to take this week was uh, my girlfriend's cat woke me up in the mm. middle of the night, the other night, a bunch, by just pawing, like clawing at my head. Other than that, no one's giving me, a, some, giving me shit. So, Yeah. That's good. It is good. Yeah. Definitely an upgrade. Yeah. But yeah, we're hanging in there. Hopefully all you surfs are as well. Hopefully you're all being careful. Hopefully you're all going to your local protests like out in Boston and other places to let the government know that this is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, that you want to die. You're ready you to die. Wanna you want to die. die. <laughs> Yeah, I just wanted to point that out real quick. It's like, you see everyone, it's not, when you make uh, these like big statements about the South and people down South, not just there. Yeah. They're doing it, so they're doing that in Boston now? Yesterday there was a rally outside of the Massachusetts State House in Boston where people were like giving speeches and talking about how this is a hoax and how this is just... uh, a, sc- a scam that's turning this country into uh, a socialist country. I don't know yeah. how, but apparently <laughs> they think this is socialism. That's yeah. actually, I, I had a family member say something that about how this is socialism. And I was just like, I couldn't, I didn't, I couldn't like, I was like, I can either try and make them explain what they mean, or I can just be like, you're right. This is classic socialism. <laughs> This is what socialism is all about. It is. It it totally is. I mean, I lost <laughs> my insurance against my will like five days ago when the calendar changed. So I don't have insurance anymore, just the way socialists want it. Yeah. And um, <laughs> all of our aid packages, well, the, the biggest corporations and companies are benefiting the most from all of the various loan and small business relief stuff. So that's more socialism. You know, make sure Carnival Cruises stays alive, man. Can you believe I I saw I saw a headline the other day that said Carnival. I think it's Carnival Cruises is planning on starting some cruises up in August. (laughs) How many How many people are going to die on those things, man? Dude, honestly, if you're dumb, if you're dumb enough, I will say I I don't wish ill upon anyone, but if you're dumb enough to get on a Carnival cruise in August. You deserve to die. Yeah, you just do. Like you, they should float those ships out and then secretly never let them come back. Just be like, you're on your own. Yeah, to me, it's like if if you sneak into a barber shop right now to get a haircut, I'm like, that's not smart. But like, whatever. If you get on a cruise, you're an idiot. You're the dumbest person. And like, I, they bailed out the cruise industry, and that's one industry that it's like. It just shouldn't exist. Yeah, like, we definitely don't need. I've, yeah, 
I've worked on cruise ships for eight months of my life all combined. And it's the most like, it's one of the most wasteful, stupid, <laughs> like idiotic industries. It's, it's exploitative. Like the people who work on those ships, they usually like, it's an American company, but the ships are registered in like the Bahamas or some country where the labor laws are close to non-existent so that they can make guys from the Philippines work 16 hour shifts and pay them. Like, I don't even know how much, but not, you know, way below minimum wage. Cause they're like, well, that's a lot for those guys. So it's like, you know what? We don't need those industries. That's socialism, yeah. Kevin. What are you talking about? Stop it. That's right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> My bad. That was socialist. But uh, yeah, so I, I, I'm sorry to say, I mean, can you imagine, can you imagine the people who are going to get on those cruise ships? Because they're, they're already hotbeds for disease. Yeah. And that's like, you know, it's going to be the most at risk type of people who have the comorbidities or whatever, you know, like, dude, dude, there's, I remember when I would get on the ship when we would like embark every week, there'd be like a huge like bed of like a, I don't even know how to describe it, but it was like hundreds of rascal scooters being loaded into the ship. (laughs) It's like all rascals. Oh no. And then if you go to like the, um, the deck seven was the, the gambling deck. So it would it was a casino on board and they allowed cigarette smoking on a moving vessel only only in the casino. And I never went there because as an employee they were like, You're not really allowed to go there because what the worry was was as an employee, if I like secretly went and gambled and won a bunch of money, mm-hmm. passengers would see it and be like, Hey, this is rigged. That employee uh, just won a bunch of money. Yeah. Wow. So uh anyway. It's just purely idiotic things like <laughs> cruise ships and oh my god, I just can't, I can't even, I can't imagine this this stupidity it would take to like load your fat ass into a cruise ship anytime in the next, I don't know, five years. Well, I just got an email as we were talking. Um, Second City is uh, inviting me to audition to be on their tour co on what. So, <laughs> My big what? break. My big break is here. <laughs> Will you forward me that because I yep. I would like to get back in that gig. My big break is finally here, guys. <laughs> and I do have to say that was my big break. <laughs> Working on a cruise ship, uh, it really broke my career in a in a good way. Yeah. Well, Diego. Yeah. If you survive. It could be a huge for your career. <laughs> big, massive. You see that headset, Mike? I'm wearing now. Yeah. Imagine wearing that for every comedy show you do. Oh yeah, great. <laughs> but with a mask, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with like standing six feet away from the audience member that I'm supposed to be playing moving bodies with, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a stick, I poke him with. Oh. Oh no. Yeah, dude, those things are so gross. Like. People were all worried about the norovirus on those. Yeah. Just like horrible diarrhea, mm-hmm. uh, which I never got. But um, now they're going to have another virus to worry about. 
yeah, yeah, like not to stick around on cruise ships for too long. I just can't believe they that industry exists after like the Costa Concordia, which got like in Italy, the one that got stuck for like weeks. Oh yeah. <laughs> And That's the captain right. bailed immediately. <laughs> and everyone was just like shitting to death. Yeah. Wait, was that the Costa Concordia or was that a different one? I don't I know. There the... was like four of them that all kind of at the well, same time. Yeah, there was I... like a year or two where there was a cruise disaster <laughs> I... like once every six months. Yeah. I, yeah. And that was like right around when I was on ships. But uh, the Costa Concordia, I believe, was the one that the Italian captain uh, was trying to impress a woman on the shore and he like did a crazy turn and crashed the boat. Yeah. Cause they were like on shallow, they were too shallow and then it got stuck. Yeah. He was like, I'm not going to get that out of here. The fuck all of you. Yeah. That's it. And just and took I, off. I had a, um, I had a safety instructor who was a Welsh former Navy officer who gave us our safety training. And he told us if you're ever on a boat with, if you ever get on the ship and the captain's Italian, Get off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Man. Yeah, we, we, uh, we never, yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> I, I still live by that rule. Don't get on a sail, don't sail with a, an Italian yeah. captain. Except Tony Soprano. Hey, if he's, oh, hey, if, he's on, if you're on the Stugats too, you're good to go. <laughs> hey, but that's an Italian-American, all right? That's Italian-American. Yeah, right. That's a big difference. What part of the boat you from, hon? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah. Um, we can get off cruise ships now, I think. <laughs> Just even thinking about it is, like, making my stomach hurt. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But there was some sports stuff happening this week, actually, we can talk about a little bit. Um, we were talking about a little bit off mic uh, before we started, but baseball is back in Korea. Woo! Very exciting. The Korean baseball organization, the KBO, uh, kicked things off, um, I guess, this morning as of recording, which, happy Cinco de Mayo, by the way. That's right. Yeah, it's Cinco de Mayo right today. now. Yeah. Are you sure it's not pronounced de Mayo? I think it's Cinco de Oh, I'm sorry. De Mayo. Yeah. Cinco de yeah. Mayo. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah, it's named after the famous gangster, the de Mayo family. That's right. That's yeah. right. But, uh, yeah, uh, the Korean baseball that's organization cool. yeah. kicked off last night. So, and ESPN is going to be broadcasting uh, their games. The, they're empty stadiums. But their 10-team league is uh, underway, so we got some actual, real-life, human-played sports happening in the world right now. That's pretty cool. I, I am going to probably try pretty to cool. watch some Thank of that. Thank you, Korea. Thanks, Korea. And, <laughs> yeah, it's been – Korea's had a big week because mm -hmm. Kim Jong-un was maybe dead, and now he's – apparently fine i don't know what's happening there but is he in the harem because i had heard he was he had gone to like his sex dungeon with like 200 women and that's where he's been really yeah. i have not heard that i mean it's all rumors everywhere but well i don't know but the southern part of that peninsula is <laughs> playing some baseball they are and um They've, like, lifted a lot of uh, restrictions in Korea, obviously, and it was 
they were worried because the first game last night was played in uh, Daegu, Daeju, I don't know how to pronounce it, um, but that's where the Samsung Lions play. And that apparently was one of the worst hit spots in the world. Really? Um, yeah, but they have been able to clear it out and went ahead and played a, a game. Damn, that's crazy. Uh, yeah, this is just a kind of a uh, an anecdote that doesn't have a ton to do with all of this, but I have a friend who's currently in Korea, and he's a he's a white guy. He's Canadian. And he said that everywhere he goes in Korea, like, because it's pretty much back to normal there, but it'll be like a crowded place, like a cafe, and no one will sit anywhere near him. (laughs) they're They're all afraid of like foreigners, specifically like European looking foreigners, because they think they all have the virus. So, sorry, folks. Well,. It's going to be like that for a while, I think. But uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Especially if those Not cruises good. get off the ground, you know? Right. <laughs> what, what port would allow – I'm sorry to go back to cruises. No, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. What port would allow a big boat full of dumbass Americans into their country? I just can't – I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's – yeah. It's, it's funny, too, because this – Cruises were at the center of the the beginning of this, the outbreak in our country too. Mm-hmm. So, well, the way their margins work, I think they just const- they need to constantly be going out on to sea to make money. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Anyway, but back to Korean baseball. That's yeah, cool. I'm, I'm super pumped. Uh, I, I've been a Kai Woom Heroes uh, fan my whole life. And, yeah, uh, that's no. We knew that. You just never liked to talk. No, nah. about it on the show. Well, you said I want to get close until, to a hundred episodes today. in yeah. before I really get into mm-hmm. that. So yeah, yeah, I'm pumped for them. They got a couple young guys. Apparently, uh, they remind me of the Braves. They got some like really young talent that's everyone's super excited about, and they they were close last year but just missed. So I think they're going to be a fun team to watch. I know nothing about these teams, by the way. I just read an article. I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> into the Doosan Bears. Uh, yeah. The Hyundai Unicorns or Hyundai Unicorns is probably my favorite team. Yeah, yeah, I'm more of a Unicorns guy myself. I was sad when that team ceased to exist in 2008 as well. I was, I was sad too. <laughs> but they were, but they, they were the favorite. They were the favorite. <laughs> but they were, and they continue to be my favorite. Well, of course, you're yeah. loyal. You're loyal forever. I'm loyal to the Hyundai Unicorns, and you know. I'll watch the lots Lotte Giants. Yeah, the Lotte Giants are like the most popular team. Apparently, um, mm. they're like the Yankees, where it's like you can go anywhere and see people wearing uh, Lotte Giants hats. I I really like the uh, LG Twins, but that's <laughs> most mostly because I I own an LG television yeah. and I. I love LG products. So, of course, I'm going to support their baseball team, you know? That's yeah. really cool of you to be so loyal to the product. Yeah. I mean, you got to. It's, if it's good for you at your home, it'll be good for you on the field. <laughs> yeah. And, I, you know, even though I'm a Kaiwum Heroes lifer, uh, the NC Dinos is a new mm. team that, uh, you know, they just formed. They're very new, and I'm, like, still curious about them as well. 
Yeah, it's an exciting league, to say the least. And uh, I'm just, just glad we got baseball, folks. But, yeah. You know? Yeah, for real. And, and they're airing them on ESPN. They're at weird times. But um, I think the app, the ESPN app, will show some replays. And uh, I'm actually going to really try to watch some games just to, like, have something to – something to do yeah i mean i i've been watching so many uh mlb replay games Mm -hmm. which i did want to bring up briefly i watched they played game seven of the 98 world series marlins yankees Mm -hmm. is that 90 Mm -hmm. and uh it was or no wait i think it might have been a later one it might have been 2001 yankees no that was diamondbacks sorry 98 marlins yankees and it was so annoying because there was some dickhead fan in the stands with an air horn. And every time mm-hmm. uh, the – no, it was Indians. Indians, Marlins, sorry. Every time an Indians pitcher was about to throw, he'd blast the air horn. And every time an Indians player was about to hit, he'd blast the air horn. And <laughs> nobody stopped it the entire game. <laughs> It was a game seven, and it was close. And, like, the Indian, it was just, like, no one on the broadcast. Like, they might have addressed it, but I didn't see them address it. And then, you know, you would think a stadium employee would be like, hey, you can't do that. Right. Yeah. A, a it's distracting the players. B, it's distracting the viewers at home. Nothing. And it was like, wow, Florida does it again. For also, those- the people around you, I figured, would yell at this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's got to ruin the experience if the guy next to you is blasting an air horn every 20 seconds yeah. for three hours. <laughs> yeah, I would beat the living hell out of that guy. <laughs> I mean, in 2000-whenever Mike Vick got arrested, I took a free Mike Vick poster into Turner Field in Atlanta for a Braves game, and it got up on the Jumbotron, and I was instantly booed and berated by, like, many rows behind me. <laughs> While also being cheered by, like, the, the other side. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a divisive sign for sure. But, You're gonna... but people reacted. Like, I don't oh, yeah. What are Florida fans doing that, like, right. nothing gets <laughs> yeah. And – you know what's fucked up is the Marlins won that game, mm-hmm. robbing Cleveland from ever winning a World Series in the 90s with a bunch of really good teams. And uh, who knows if that would have happened if they'd was uh, that the, not done that. Was that the Edgar Renteria game winner? Or I, was that against the Yankees? I'm not sure. I think, I think you're right. I think that will be a game winner. Yeah, because they had a be really wrong. good team that year like wasn't Gary yeah. Sheffield on that team yeah I think so yeah Pudge Rodriguez yeah yeah those Marlins teams were good man they were yeah. good enough they go on a they won the wild card go on a playoff run and then trade everybody yeah then the owner would sell everybody to everyone <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that was annoying it them and the Diamondbacks it was annoying to see two expansion teams do so well yeah, especially the Marlins because, yeah, the ownership didn't really seem to give a fuck. And, like, in the 90s yeah. when the Braves and Indians were, like, you know, the two native teams, whatever, but, like, teams that, like, hadn't won a lot or had been trying to win for so many years and they were good and could never quite get over the hump, and then this expansion team that literally nobody cares about. 
like yeah. they all went. It's like what the fuck. Yeah. I mean, we got ours, but still. Yeah. Was ninety eight uh, or was it ninety seven? The Eric Craig uh, game for the Braves against against the Marlins in the playoffs, oh, where no. where it was like every the 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 ump for the uh, the home plate ump was calling strikes like half a foot outside the zone. Mm-hmm. Like had the most – it's gone – it's like down in history is one of the most recent, like poorly umped playoff games of all time. The Braves got knocked out of the playoffs by the Marlins because the guy was just it's like 400-pound ump back there called, throwing long <laughs> strikes on, on plates like, you know, half a foot off the plate. That may maybe, have been maybe. the same year they won the World Series because they yeah, had I think the Braves it was. on their way. I think I was wrong. I think it was 97. Yeah, because the Braves were on check. their way to the World Series again, and the Marlins yeah. knocked them out. Yeah. yeah, and in that decisive game, they just got absolutely mm-hmm. fucked by, mm-hmm. by Eric Gregg. Yeah. Because, yeah, when you go back and look at the clips from that game, it's like it's so egregious, the calls this guy was making. It's insane. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not even saying strike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm did sorry. It was. Stri- did he say strike or does he have a piece of ham stuck in his mouth? <laughs> <laughs> joking. <laughs> it's both. It's both. That was a strike and he's got ham caught in his throat. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah. But yeah, yeah baseball, we, like, they keep saying that they're trying to come up with uh, some sort of plan to get it going, and I hope they do. Yeah, yeah. I've I uh, just in the last couple of days, I've, I feel like I've been hearing more stuff that they're like pretty determined mm-hmm. to to have a season this year. Like where they I, might only play division games or games within the division only to like short. Yeah, they'll get like over a hundred game or like close to a hundred games or something. But it's like super compact. Yeah, I heard something yesterday that uh, the new, the newest rumor, because it feels like there's been a new plan every week. Yeah. But I heard something like they want to start their spring training uh, on like June 10th to start playing games by July 1st. But we'll see who knows man it's it really is it changes every week it seems like so it's yeah it's gonna change again i'm sure because you know a few weeks ago we were in the center of this global pandemic in new york excuse me but like by then it could very well be georgia that's at the center of the pandemic based on how things are going yeah so so it could be like another region in the country is not up for playing, you know? Yeah. Cause yeah. one of the plans we had talked about a few weeks ago that had been mentioned was playing in like state in like a few States. I think it was like Texas, Arizona and Florida or something. Yeah. And those are the States that have reopened and yeah. uh, could potentially like, fuck that plan up too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Especially Texas and Florida because they have such huge populations. Like mm-hmm. it could get ugly. Yeah, we don't like it. Could be very bad. We'll we'll, we'll see. I guess. Yeah, and it sucks. I, I'm I'm getting really uh, I'm getting tired of getting teased by sports and things. You know, it's like I just want them to happen. 
I know, man. Or cancel them altogether, and that way I know. Yeah, I know. We should be gearing up for the NBA playoffs right now. Yeah. The the biggest tease for me <sighs> this week that's been killing me and making me like long for normalcy is uh, in college football, my Tennessee volunteers all of a sudden have an incredible recruiting class coming in 2021. Oh really? They're doing. They're like number three now in the nation. Oh shit! Like Jeremy Pruitt has gotten on Zoom, I guess, and talked to like every <laughs> high school kid around, and they're and they're agreeing to come. And I'm like, "Fuck, are we ever gonna get college football back?" <laughs> yeah, I know, man. <laughs> I know. And I was listening to a Paul Feinbaum it's... show, and like, you know, they're releasing the ra- the the rankings and everything as if it's going to happen, but like, I just don't uh, think it is. I would be. It just seems yeah, so unlikely I, that I they would put like college kids at risk. Yeah, it just seems so dangerous. Yeah, but yeah, fine. Fine bombs callers, I'm sure, are are losing <laughs> their minds right now. I mean. It's hard to say because it sounds the same. Yeah. It's just like, hey, Paul, I won't talk about it. And it's just like, I don't – the most impressive thing about Paul Feinbaum is how he can understand what these people are saying because I don't most of the time. Yeah. Yeah, he's – it's funny because he gets more insane callers than Francesa mm-hmm. ever does, but he's actually much more patient with people than Princessa, it's just no. Mike's just got no patience for for anybody, really. Paul keeps them on for so long. <laughs> yeah. Because when I worked in talk radio, when I worked at Sports Talk Radio, we would have people call in, and it was always like within within the first like five seconds, you knew if this person was like insane or it was going to be like okay. <laughs> And then usually, as soon as they got their question out, we would hang up on them so that the host could just, like, respond and keep going. Because otherwise, they wanted to be part of the show. (laughs) And you don't want that. (laughs) (laughs) Except for Mel in Southwest Atlanta. He was our favorite caller. We would let him go crazy because he was always angry about something. (laughs) Shout out to Mel. Hopefully you're doing okay. (laughs) Speaking of Francesa, I don't know if we want to get to this this yeah. soon, but I did see him in the uh, latest installments of The Last Dance. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh. A young Mike Francesa. Yeah. Shitting on Michael Jordan. Of course. Can you believe he went to Atlantic City before a game? Come on. Oh, <laughs> you got to take it seriously. But lose <laughs> to the Knicks? Yeah. Oh, Mike. Francesa. Yeah, that uh, that latest installment. What did they focus on again? They focused. Dream Team was uh, episode five. Was the Dream Team and right. kind of like the explode the international explosion of Michael Jordan and the yeah. 90- and winning the second championship. <laughs> yeah, and I loved my favorite part was that footage of that like epic practice during mm-hmm. the Dream Team where they just went really hard. Oh, yeah. That was crazy. It was crazy, and I noticed them kind of knocking around Christian Leitner. I'm sure. (laughs) I mean, he was good and everything, but I think that they probably just were extra trying to knock the shit out of him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, well, they went after Tony Kukoc so hard. Yeah, I didn't know know about that storyline that 
Oh yeah. Jerry, it seems like everything Jerry Krause likes, Michael Jordan tried to destroy, mm-hmm. including <laughs> Tony Kukoc. Yeah, the thing about it though is like, uh, so like if you haven't seen it or whatever, and you don't care about spoiler, I mean this isn't new. This has all happened. Uh, <laughs> so when the the first game for the Dream Team in the Olympics was against Croatia. And Tony Kukoc was the star player on that team for Croatia, formerly Yugoslavia. Um, and the Bulls had been, had drafted him, but he hadn't come over to play yet. He was still in Europe, still kind of growing up and developing. And he was just a young kid. And Scotty hadn't been paid. And, like, they hated Jerry Krause because they thought – they felt like Jerry cared about Tony more. So they decided to – they told the rest of the dream team, nobody guard him except me or Michael Jordan – so, like, only Michael and Scotty guarded him. And they basically emasculated him in front of the entire world and didn't allow him to score a single point, I don't think, or get any rebounds or, like, do anything. Yeah. Um, the thing with yeah. that, though, that I remember I would always tell people when you, when everyone's like, oh, European players are soft or whatever, this guy had just lived through, like, the Civil War in, like, the former Soviet bloc. So, you know, the kid was going to bounce back. He's kind of tough. And he did because they played them in the final. Yeah. He had a way better game. And he was also, like, he was super young, too. He was, like, 21 or something mm-hmm. playing against these, like, 30-year-old guys who were yep. just, like, checking the fuck out of him. Um, but, yeah, it's kind of funny because, like, it's sort of another example of, of like, Jerry Krause actually being good at his job in a way and Michael Jordan and Scotty Pippen like resenting Jerry Krause like trying to be as good as he possibly can or like find the best players possible right it's like I mean I can understand being pissed that Scotty's not getting paid or whatever but that's true and yeah and it's also like it is fucked up but they what they like leave out a little bit is like Scotty bears some responsibility for signing that contract. <laughs> like, oh yeah, <laughs> he was just a kid, and they I'm sure they were taking advantage of him. But like, of course they're going to try to take advantage of you, you know. So yeah. he shouldn't well, have. He should have had. I mean, it was back before. Like now, he probably would have immediately had like Scott Boris get him the best deal mm-hmm. possible. Yeah, or like sat out, you know, like longer because like they address it a little bit in the '98 season when he doesn't show up for right away for the start of the season. But this was like in '92 or whatever, or '93. Yeah, '92. Yeah, like he would have sat out everything. <laughs> he just wouldn't have played until he got his money. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, but um, yeah, it just shows how petty these guys are, and um. And, yeah, they don't address that. They don't address, like, they don't give Scotty any blame. But that's a little bit of the criticism that started to pop up with this documentary, how it's Michael Jordan's production company had final say, obviously. So everything is very curated to be the most positive it can be. Even um, boring documentarian Ken Burns has criticized it, saying, like, you know, this is not real. Like, it's Michael Jordan's story, not and and like the player's story. It's not really what happened. Yeah, but yeah, I, I think he said it's not a documentary. Yeah, and it's like yeah, I guess that's that's probably true. Yeah, still fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's still really fun. Well, like, 
<clears throat> yeah, it of, does. It, it is good propaganda in <clears throat> that it's it's like people said Michael was an asshole, but look at all these clips we put together of him being cool and funny. <laughs> yeah. Well, like one of the things uh, that I I had forgotten about uh, that Blazers when they played the Blazers in the finals in that second the second win of the first three peat. Uh, when he he was like, people were like, Clyde Drexler is just as good as Michael Jordan, and he was like, all right, well then I just have to destroy this guy <laughs> in front of everyone, and he hit like seven three pointers in the first half of that. He was like, oh, I'm just gonna make three pointers all day on this guy. Yeah, he was so, and that the uh, the classic like shrug when he shrugged at the mm-hmm. broadcast table or whatever. It's mm-hmm. like, oh yeah. Forget all the awesome shit that he did. Yeah, because before the game, he had been talking to Magic Johnson, and he was like, I'm going to light this guy up, and Magic (laughs) calling the game. And so it's like, eh, we're talking about it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's like he did do some awesome shit. Oh, he did so much awesome shit. (laughs) Yeah. But it is like they're they're definitely glossing over uh, a lot of his not-so-cool behavior and choices. Um, cause like, actually that's one of the things they talk about is, uh, how he didn't endorse the guy who was running against Jesse Helms Gant in North Carolina. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, yeah, dude, come on, man. Really? You can't, you can't step out, stick your neck out a little bit, bro. Well, I remember hearing that quote where he was like, Republicans also buy sneakers. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, yeah, I mean, it's not your responsibility to do anything, but, like, Jesse Helms is, like, the worst. Like, <laughs> yeah. just say, like, he's bad. That's all you need to do. Yeah. You don't need to, like, show up to a rally or anything. Just a little yeah. a little help. Yeah, and it's like, I know you're a capitalist, man, but uh, that guy, is he's just, like, a straight-up segregationist. Like, you don't – you can still be a capitalist Michael <laughs> Jordan and say that guy's bad and believe all the other whatever fucked up libertarian beliefs you probably have or whatever. <laughs> yeah, because this guy was a little more extreme. Like, for those of you that don't know, like, Jesse Helms, like, still in the 90s was wanting to, like, segregate schools and segregate everything. Like, it, yeah. it, it hadn't, you know, he hadn't advanced very much. Yeah, exactly. But, um, yeah. yeah, Michael Jordan just – it is also crazy to see how literally he has cha- he changed and made the world we live in. Cause like when they start talking about like the sneaker deal, like yeah. he didn't want to even meet with Nike cause they were the upstart and now Nike yeah. is like the biggest company in the world, basically, you it's know, insane. and Gatorade, yeah. he took them over the top. Yeah. Um, he's just kind of made like this insane sports world that we live in now. It's all him. It's crazy. Yeah, Nike was just a track shoe mm-hmm. company. Yeah. It's nuts. They're just Steve Prefontaine. Hey, now that guy's a great American. Yeah, uh, that's what I'm talking about, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, also, one thing I've noticed, you get, you're get you getting a lot of just prime uh, height of his powers right in his – Sweet spot Marv Albert clips <laughs> in this documentary series. Pre biting of the prostitute, I think. Pre biting of the prostitute. Um, and it's just amazing to see how he's been committed to a toupee lifestyle for, you know, like five decades now. He's wearing long. Yeah, he's he's wearing a ravage the whole yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> and it's amazing. It's the a ball- 
<laughs> That's right. He's got a ravage. Um, but yeah, baldness. Uh, they, there's been a lot of advances in baldness um, prevention or what? I don't know how you say it. Um, but Marv, you know, he was brave for yeah. wearing those toupees the way he did. You know, those obvious, obvious, obvious toupees. <laughs> also, I've, okay. I've been, I was just going to say, I've been struck also by the amount of random white guys on the Bulls that I don't remember. Yeah. Like, Bill some Whittington. of them I'm like, yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, I kind of remember that guy. And then it's like, Will Purdue, James Paxson. Yeah. <laughs> like, all these guys are I'm like, oh. Like, all I remembered was, because I guess it just shows my the era I was watching. I just remember, like, Ku Coach, Luke Longley, Steve Kerr. And then Pip and Jordan Rodman, uh, and like Horace Grant, I guess. But uh, oh no, yeah. there is a Judd Judd Bushler or Bushler. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the thing that struck me too is like watching this is like, oh yeah, the Knicks used to be good. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird to yeah. think about a time when the Knicks were good. <laughs> yeah. Which, speaking of, that reminds me, just to get away from uh, the last dance for just a second, um, Kelly and I, my wife Kelly and I, have started watching that show Nurse Jackie. Mm. And uh, randomly, in an episode we just watched, um, Carmelo Anthony makes an appearance. Get this, he's he's – He's portraying a baseball player who's in who's in rehab. I was like, "What the fuck is what?" And I mean, he's there's, in. There's he, a ton of six foot eight baseball players, you know. No, I'm like, what? I didn't know Carmelo acted. First of all, second of all, why is he playing a baseball player? And he was also in like maybe two minutes total of the episode that he was in. Very very weird. Yeah, um, but speak. The Knicks reminded me of that, that strange. That's funny. Stuff. That's funny. Um, but yeah, 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 it's been cool watching and like, um, and yeah, it's. I've also been watching old sporting events just to like keep my sanity, and I was watching. Um, uh, I watched Game Six of the 2013 Finals, and I watched uh, Game Seven of like 20. 15 or whatever it was. It was like LeBron and uh, the 20, the 2013 finals. That was the Ray Allen shot when people had left the arena in Miami and watching those Miami heat teams. It's like, I feel like they don't get enough talk about being some of the great teams ever because watching that Miami heat team reminds me so much of the Jordan Scotty Pippen bulls. Cause it's like Dwayne Wade is like Scotty Pippen basically Chris Bosh is yeah. like the Dennis Rodman because he was an incredible defensive player. And then the rest of the team are a bunch of nobodies that like, you know, it's like Shane Battier and fucking like Mario Chalmers and like all these yeah. guys that are like, oh yeah, the, you know, kind of like BJ Armstrong equivalents or people that kind of went mm -hmm. away. And it's like, yeah, those teams are very similar. Yeah. That's crazy. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. That big, th uh, wait, yeah, that was the big three. They, mm -hmm. That was, yeah. That was crazy, man. Yeah, they're yeah. a lot like the Bulls teams. Yeah, they killed the Spurs in that series. Like afterwards. Yeah, we, we're uh, probably not going to see the end of this NBA season, I would guess. 
But if we were to see the end of it, who do you think would have gone all the way? I mean, the the Lakers were looking pretty good, right? I mean, yeah, I, don't I know. think it, if I had to bet, if I would have had to bet on it, I would have said uh, Milwaukee and uh, the Clippers in the finals. Yeah, I think it would have been Giannis and Kawhi again, um, this time in the finals. That would have been awesome, man. Yeah, because Giannis was just murdering people. And he said he's using – he's watching The Last Dance, and it's like, I'm using this as motivation. It's like, I'm going to live my life like Michael Jordan, you know? (laughs) I saw that. Yeah, I know. that. that, The NBA Finals is, like, always good. It Mm -hmm. sucks that we we might be deprived of an NBA Finals this year. Yeah. It's looking like that's going to be the case because, yeah, uh, Bucks Clippers would be awesome. Even Lakers, Lakers, Bucks would be really cool too. But yeah. what everyone was excited about was to see the Lakers and Clippers play each other in the West because those were arguably the two best teams in the league. Yeah, yeah, it's cool to have. I mean, it was cool, and it will be cool again <laughs> to have the Lakers and Clippers be the like really good at the same time. Yeah, mm. it's like it sucks though because we're losing. Uh, like LeBron only has so much time left before he has to retire because he's getting older and we're losing a playoff run for him right now. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, watching that game seven, the, uh, the other one game I watched was the, the LeBlanc the, against the Warriors when Cleveland won. Oh, yeah. That game is insane. Like, it's yeah. a fun watch. Dude, yeah, I might have to go back and, and catch remind myself of that series because that's insane that LeBron pulled off that upset yeah. The way that he did, man. Because he basically carried – I mean, he was the guy. He he had the huge block, and then Kyrie Irving hit, like, an insane three-pointer on the oh, other end. Oh, that's right. Like, over a defender. And the war – it was weird. I, I didn't remember this, but, like, in that game, in that game seven, you would think, like, Clay Thompson or Steph Curry would go nuts. Draymond Green actually had, like, 38 points or something. Like, he did oh, shit. everything for them because Steph had a bad game. Wow. But, um, cool, yeah. but, yeah, I, I, I miss it all. Uh, one thing I did want to talk about real quick, too, while we're on this subject of the last dance and basketball, uh, one thing that's really – and since we're not dabbing, I'll just do this now, but one thing that annoys the shit out of me is, like, watching ESPN or whatever and people, like, old sports writers like Mike Wilbon and those guys, especially Chicago guys – are like, oh, yeah, like Michael Jordan could come in right now and immediately be the best player in nowadays. But, like, Kevin Durant and LeBron and those guys, they if they went back, they wouldn't dominate. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? And he's yeah. like, of course they would. They're way more athletic than the guys were back then. And they're like, well, the game was rougher. And I'm like, well, if you tell LeBron he can shove people the way the Pistons, do you think he's not going to shove people? I mean, yeah. yeah, that's things. LeBron is just built like – he could bowl over anyone on the Pistons of that yeah. era. You think Bill Lambeer is going to, like, <laughs> knock LeBron over? Yeah. Like, Dennis Rodman is also 6'8". But Dennis Rodman – when I think of Dennis Rodman and I think of LeBron, they don't – their bodies don't look the same to me. Yeah, that's, no. that's what I remember the first time I saw LeBron play live uh, against the Hawks. And it must have been, like, I don't know, mid-2000s. It was, like – one of his first couple years in the league and it was just like, wow, this guy is built in a way where he, no one can get between him and the basket. If, no. And it's just like, yeah. he was 
a brand new body type where he was huge, but also extremely athletic. It wasn't like, like that's just a different era. That in the '90s, you just have a giant, tall, lanky freak at center blocking shots, and that's kind of gone away. And I think yeah. players would adapt. I mean, because they're like, oh, they couldn't take the fouls. It's like, no, they they could. They would just be allowed to do that now. You know, like right. they would work their bodies out differently. Like Kevin Durant would probably put on muscle the way Michael Jordan did because yeah. he's like, well, this the style of basketball we play, it's, it's all based on styles. I hate the cross-generation comparisons because it just doesn't work. Yeah, I always feel like that's just a, a big waste of time. Mm-hmm. And I don't – you know, it's just a way for – for old heads to be like, well, it was better back then. Right. It's like, well, it was cool back then. It, it's different. I mean, because tell don't me, know. tell me, the Bulls wouldn't take Steph Curry's shooting on that team. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you oh, would yeah. come in immediately and just start draining threes. Right. That hasn't yeah. changed. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> also, another thing I wanted to point out real quick too. It's cool to watch Charles Barkley when he was at his prime because, like, I forget how athletic that guy was. I know it was <laughs> yeah. it was weird to see him like all fucking trim and super yeah. athletic yeah. and quick and dunking on people. Yeah, he could have been. I mean, he was a great NBA player, but I forgot. I've also just forgot how good the Suns were back mm-hmm. then. Yeah, that was a cool team. Those uniforms were great too, man. <laughs> yeah, so nineties. Yeah, Dan Marley. That's yeah, that right. was another one they got the ire of Michael Jordan. <laughs> he was like, oh, they told me Dan Marley's a good defender. So, And I knew Jerry Krause liked him because he, he was thinking about signing him. So I decided to show him up, and he did. <laughs> yeah. He really hated Jerry Krause. <laughs> he really, really did. And it's crazy to watch that documentary and remember how many great NBA teams there were that uh, didn't win a championship basically because of the Bulls. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and because yeah, I briefly saw him, uh, Gary Payton talk, and I was like, yep. man, that Sonics team was amazing. Those, those teams Blazers were awesome. team was amazing that they beat. I mean, even like then, like 97, 98 Hawks were like, that was a really good team, man. Like mm, in the late, yeah. mid and late 90s, or throughout most of the 90s, the Hawks were like good. Yeah, they. Yeah. I, that's when I was at my peak Hawk fandom because they had like – Steve Smith, Christian Leitner, Mookie Blaylock, Dikembe Mutombo. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm forgetting a bunch more, but they were a really good team. But, yeah. But they had no chance of going through the Bulls. Exactly. You know, and what sucks is that the teams before them, the Dominique, Kevin Willis teams, couldn't get to yeah. the Gary Bird. <laughs> it's like there's always someone there. Yeah. Yeah, more than any other sport, I think, like, if there's a dominant team, you're just not getting through them. Right. Yeah. Because you can beat a great team in one game, but for over a six or five or seven game series, no. Yeah. And it's not like baseball where like random shit can happen. Mm-hmm. Like if you're just better in basketball, then you're going to win a seven game series or whatever. You like know? even a bad ref in basketball can't totally cost you the game the way. Um, What's his name? the Braves. Yeah. Earlier. Yeah, exactly. Eric Craig. Yeah, yeah. Eric Craig. Yeah. Um, also, we haven't mentioned the MVP of both episodes, that curly-haired security guard, <laughs> Jordan Quarters. <laughs> oh, my God. The white guy with the jerry curl. <laughs> also, 
the sniff I, crew or whatever. And the biggest <laughs> balls out of anybody. Yeah. yeah. I think in one of those clips too, when he beat Jordan at quarters, he like mocked the shrug. Yeah. He did the shrug at the other security mm. guys and at Jordan. Just huge balls. Because I was wondering the first episode, I, I was like, how is this Jordan's security detail? These fucking goofballs. <laughs> but then what I figured out is I think they were just union guys who worked for the United Center and were like assigned Jordan. Because <laughs> if anything actually went down, I can't imagine those guys like springing into, into action. Yeah. Freeze, uh, jerk. Excuse me. Uh, excuse me. Could you back up a little bit, uh, uh, please? Uh, okay. <laughs> Michael, could you give me a hand here? This guy's out of control. Little do we know, like underneath their blazers, they're all like armed to the teeth, like cuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that Jer- Jerry curled guy is probably killed before. We yeah, he's like know. a Navy SEAL, but he looks that way just to confuse people. <laughs> <laughs> Did we talk about how in the previous week's episode we we saw Rodman just straight up drinking and driving? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah the yep. Miller Light and the Miller Lights made a the Miller Lights made a comeback this episode because it was like in the locker room they won their mm-hmm. 60th game and they were like time for some Miller Lights boys and I was just thinking like I can't see any NBA team now being like crack the Miller Lights yeah we did it. and Scotty was the only guy who was like man get those cameras out of here. Like, yeah. what, what show me drinking beer? He's like, and that, but then Jordan like calmed him, and I was like, "Yeah, man, I've been thinking about beer since the start of the fourth quarter." Yeah, <laughs> just want to crack that beer. It's so it's such a different. I mean, I think that also the Bulls were probably on the more conservative end of mm-hmm. teams because they're like, "Game's over. Let's put on our suits and crack some beers, boys." Which yeah, is just like uh, I don't know. Now guess, everyone's smoking weed, man. Yeah, smoking yeah. weed, probably drinking like drinking wine. Like LeBron drinks wine on the sidelines when he doesn't play. Right, I'm drinking <laughs> wine or like, you know, probably a cocktail with some expensive Avion liquor. Tequila. Yeah, yeah, definitely not Miller Lite in a can. <laughs> yeah. I think also like, uh, you know, Scotty and Mike were both kind of rural guys. They're like, Southern boys. They're yeah, country boys. country boys. Yeah. They're kind of con- they're conservative guys. You yeah. Can see oh that. yeah. Yeah. Um, also, you, you made me think of this too. My favorite line from both of these episodes, or a favorite moment, is like Phil gives the guys like some time off where they all go play golf. I was like, just about to mention run this, around, yeah. but they get off the bus when they get to the club, and he turns to Dennis Rodman. And it's like, hey man, you going to the pool? And Rodman's like, fuck no, I'm going to Hooters. I need to see some tits and ass. To me, that that summed up perfectly like each guy's personality. Like yeah. Phil Phil Jackson wants to just go float in the pool mm-hmm. and like zone out. Mike and uh, Scotty want to go play golf and probably bet thousands of dollars on a game. And uh, Dennis Rodman just wants to like flirt with some Hooters waitresses. He wants to go off to a horny guy restaurant by himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I don't blame him. That that'd be my choice. Either that or the pool. I definitely wouldn't play golf because it's just not my thing. It's not yeah. relaxing. No, I, yeah. I've only played golf a couple of times. If I had access to golf, I could see getting into it. Just because now that I, I don't know, I guess I'm at an age where it's like, yeah, go out, drink a couple beers, ride a golf cart around, bet. Um, but 
I think I, I probably would go to Hooters too. I'd still pick titties. Yeah. <laughs> and wings. Dude, those and wings, wings. Yes. those wings are underrated. <laughs> those are good wings. But yeah, uh, it'll be curious to see uh, where they go uh, next with this. It's like they started a little bit with the conspiracy of his gambling and like, will they address did the mob kill Michael's dad? Is that what happened or what? Cause like he was yeah. literally murdered and like, yeah. you know, most people don't just get murdered. No, well, I'm guessing this week they're going to talk about him trying to uh, break into baseball. Unsuccessfully oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And space jam and, and maybe his dad getting murdered. Jesus. That's, that's intense. Yeah, because the conspiracy theory is that he was murdered because he owed money. Jordan owed money to someone, and they murdered his dad as a... Fuck you. As a fuck you, and that's why he went to baseball as well, to lie low, to get away from uh, whatever bookie or gangster he owed money to. Yeah, I mean, I could could definitely see Jordan being the type of guy who's like, I'm not paying you, whatever, fuck, you know? Yeah. Thinking like I'm untouchable. I'm untouchable. Yeah. I hope that's not what happened, but (laughs) yikes. If if that is what happened, it would explain I mean seems like he's been doing a lot of drinking is what I'm trying to say. Yes. Yeah. For the last thirty years. Yeah, we mentioned those (laughs) yellow eyes last week and, and it and this week it wasn't even just his like his eyeballs. It was like around his eyes is like a little golden yellow hue, like a like we were saying last week, got yeah, liver problems or something. Yeah. Yeah. If I mean, at this point, we're all Michael Jordans, you know? Yeah, I'm true. just <laughs> sitting around drinking Don't heavily. Lights. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Smoking cigars. <laughs> Nothing like a Miller Lite and a nice fat stogie, you know? And that guy literally is smoking – Basically, all the time when he's not a, uh, when he's on the court might be the only time he doesn't have a cigar in his mouth. Yeah, him and Phil Jackson were real cigar heads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he learned that uh, from the natives. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. The peace pipe. It's sort of like the modern peace pipe. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, but yeah, man, it's been fun. It's been the one uh, nice little distraction uh, every week. So, yeah, it's really good. It's even though it is like I, it is dawning on me as it goes on. Like this does feel like Michael Jordan propaganda. It is well done documentary. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I'm just gonna say, like, while we're here, if if uh, any listeners or if you guys haven't yet, if you if you like this documentary, they did one that I love specifically about the dream team a few years ago. And I think it's on YouTube now, like the Mm -hmm. full documentary, Uh, but the NBA did it and it goes way more in depth into the actual putting together the dream team, the practices, they show the practice where they lose to the college kids um, on purpose to like motivate them, but it's really, really good. So yeah. And I want more content. I didn't know that uh, Jordan helped ensure that Isaiah Thomas was not on that dream team. Yeah. yeah. But it makes sense. Cause they had some, uh, you know, Isaiah was a shithead. I mean, I remember as a kid, everyone saying it was Jordan's fault, but I don't think it's totally, I think everyone hated him. Cause like, I know magic Johnson, Larry bird also did not like him. Yeah. And if, if Larry bird and magic Johnson can like manage to play together on a Olympic team, 
you must be doing something wrong if they even they don't want you. Right. Yeah. But um but yeah, check out that Dream Team documentary if you're if you're craving more basketball content. It's it's worth watching. It's a lot of fun. And also what you should watch is we're in the middle of the Sports Lords MLB yeah. Show League playoffs. Oh yeah. And just to give you a little update, um, right now the playoffs have started. I just, just before recording, squeaked out a win. So it's 2-1 in the five-game series between my Milwaukee Brewers and Jamal's Los Angeles Dodgers. And uh, later today, Jimmy and Luke, uh, a.k.a. the Padres and the Rockies, are going to be going. Little NL West action. Nice. I'm hoping games one and two happen tonight. I think we can make that happen. Yeah, we'll probably be get, doing first pitch within the next hour or so, hour or two. So this will all have already happened, but we'll tweet yeah. about it. We'll tweet yeah, yeah, about, it. about it as soon as we get off here. Yeah, but yeah we've been yeah. getting some views on there. And uh, I'll be honest, in the playoffs, my commentary is uh, it's just me being very frustrated and cussing for the most part. <laughs> Because it's a very intense game. So it feels like real sports. It does. That's what you're you're creating a real atmosphere. Yeah, and uh, you'll be happy to know, listener. There, uh, Jack Daly did not make the playoffs. He was the one person <laughs> who didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. yeah he went. He, he went he, two and ten with the Braves. <laughs> yeah. Way to ruin I, our team. I know, man. I swept him. Uh, which I'm very proud of. I, 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 the Rockies are, aren't very good. Well, they have some awesome hitters. Their yeah. pitching is, is terrible. Uh, but, you know, I'm glad I got the, the last playoff spot. I'm facing Luke. I finished six and six. Luke finished eight and four. I finished uh, seven and five after a shit start to the season. Yeah, you know, it's funny to hear Brewers Dodgers in a playoff series. I don't think no. anybody was predicting that for this season. No. Brewers, Dodgers, and uh, yeah, the Rockies, Rockies, Padres, and yeah. But part of the reason I made it is because Jack dealt me two of his best players. Well, he gave me Mike Soroka and Christian Pache, so they've been real yeah. difference makers. <laughs> yeah, check that out. Follow us on Twitch. Um, I, yeah, please. If, if do. I ever if I ever get a stimulus check, I might buy a PlayStation, but I still haven't gotten it. So. Really? Yeah. That's messed up. And I qualify. I've I've already gone through the IRS website and everything, so I don't know. Yeah, that's – come on, Trump. Get it together, Prez. Yeah. Hey, man, we voted for you, dude. Don't make us regret <laughs> that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I don't really have anything else that I saw going down this week, so um, yeah. you guys got anything else to cover? I think we, we covered just about all the major events of the week. Yeah, I mean, there's not a lot happening, so. No. No, I'm thinking about taking a shower after this, Ooh, so. That's exciting. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess, yeah, before we go, I'll, I want to, I'll, I'll, I'll give a little plug out to something that I'm not involved in, but some content that's been helping me out that you guys might, that listener, dear listener might enjoy it's this podcast I found called the Bible brothers and it's, uh, <laughs> it's two TV writers, two comedians that are TV writers who are Jewish and they are reading the Bible from start to finish. 
and you know a chapter an episode and commenting on it so sometimes the episodes are long sometimes they're short um and it's very amusing because i myself have never read the bible me Um, neither i don't know if that's like that's a catholic thing where we don't focus on the literal text very much yeah but the bible's insane is all i gotta say we just (laughs) they just got through noah um and that whole deal uh, and Hayes Davenport was like a guest on it, but uh, they just got through the Noah part, and holy shit, it's in it's bonkers. Like God seems like a dumbass who fucks up a lot and doesn't know what he's doing, and he's resetting a lot. And uh, it's a very funny podcast. I highly recommend it if you want to. Like I'm using it as a tool to learn about the Bible for real because I know nothing. So, it's Bible Brothers. Bible Brothers. Yeah, it's on Spotify. <laughs> I'll check that out. It's like Dan yeah. Dan Klein and Robert Padnick. Oh, okay. Dan, Dan Klein is hilarious. He's yeah, so Dan Klein's funny. funny. Yeah, that guy's really funny. So I'll so definitely che- check that out. Yeah, check out that podcast. It's 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 really funny because they're they have the King. One of them is reading the King James version, and he's doing most of the reading. But when they get the parts that don't make sense, they have like a beginner Bible or something that they like read to understand what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> But it's very funny, and it's they're trying. They're not being offensive either. So if you're religious at all, in any way, don't worry. They're just asking questions, like I would. Yeah, great. That sounds. I'll definitely give that a yeah, shot. It comes out every Sunday. It's a little content that I listen to on Sunday. <laughs> nice. Um. Yeah. I guess. Well, you know, that reminds me. I've been listening to the Talking Sopranos podcast with Michael Imperioli and Steve Sharippa and that's been really fun too. They're watching every single episode and I've been just meaning like to get commenting. on that. It's, it's good. It's, it's really, really good, good because man. they they drop so many good like behind the yeah. scenes stories. Oh, yeah. I saw you tweeting about it and it's like, oh shit, that's on my list. I need to get on that. I'm gonna I'll maybe listen to that this afternoon when my wife goes back to work. It's yeah, it's, it's very good. Yeah. And, and, uh, and having Steve Sharippa's voice piped directly into your ears for an hour at a time is a hell of an experience. And I don't know if you listen to the newest one, Jimmy, but they start the episode. Uh, David Chase sent them in a bunch of uh, character lines that he wrote. I was like, this is how every character would react to coronavirus. I, I haven't listened yet, but I saw they're promoting – they promoted that on, like, Instagram, so I can't wait to listen to that. Yeah. It's yeah, pretty exactly. good. It's it's funny, but when they actually read their own character, it's crazy because it's like, whoa. It's, that, it's just that's like, Bobby Bacala. That's Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, I'm, exci- I'm excited to check that out. I'll definitely listen to that. That sounds yeah, great. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, on that note, I think it's going to wrap up another quarantined episode. Um, We'll be back next week, hopefully, uh, if we survive this week. And um, yeah, everyone out there, uh, I guess, stay safe. And uh, be careful and go Kai Womb Heroes. Yeah, Papa Bless, baby. Papa Bless. Although, don't follow what Papa did on Instagram. No, don't. go, Go eat at a restaurant and fucking Dallas. Yeah. But uh, Papa Bless either way. <laughs> yeah. Papa Bless. Like Mike. If I could be like Mike.